Hi there, my name is Victor Ogwika and you're welcome to Echoes on the Street. So yeah, it's been a while since the last time we had our last episode. You know, elections happened and everybody seems to be very busy with that. Some very interesting things to note in this past election. Um, that's about the first time, as far as I can remember, in decades, that Nigerians will all come together to try to make a decision. Of course, there was still a little bit of um, voters' apathy, you know, as reported by the media. But by and large, there seemed to be um, some very good um, participation, yeah, participation on and off. You know, the polling units, people wanted to say something about um, everything. They had a candidate, they had a voice, um, you know, religious houses, um, traditional rulers, common man on the streets, underage. <laughs> Talking about underage, of course, you saw a couple of things that has to do with that election. It is not the most perfect election. But yeah, I'm not here to talk about that election and how it went. I'm not here to talk about. Um, who did what during that election. All I know is we have the president-elect and until someone says otherwise, it is what it is, you know. Um, but let's talk about something that happens always, always before election. And that is um, prediction and prophecies. Of course, you know those I'm talking about already. Predictions and prophecies. Hmm. Of course, we all know what predictions are. It comes from, um, you know, you coming to say that this is how you think this will swing. You have an analysis in your head. You have a projection that this is what you think will play out during an election. When it comes to prophecy, it looks like a more, um, you know, assured prediction because it's coming, especially from the altar of. Um, Grace, out of grace in this case means that it's coming from somebody that you think um, is connecting to a superior being more than you can ever be. And when the person speaks, you think um, that is the voice of God. You know, prophecies naturally are for, are for prophets, you know. But this election has really, really proven to be frustrating, annoying, confusing when it comes to predictions and prophecy. First off, when would our religious leaders, our clergymen, learn how to separate prophecies from predictions? And more so, when would Nigerians stop counting on these people to give them a leak into what um, an occurrence would be, particularly elections. You know, we made ourselves first vulnerable for these people to exploit. You know, over time, I, I remember I would always look out for um, what they have to say about um, who is going to win, who is, who is going to take the lead, and we saw a couple of, you know, what I'm going to call predictions. As far as I'm concerned, the prophecies that came all around are very few, if they were any at all. Because it always looked like a prediction to me. Prophecies are supposed to be succinct, to be every inch perfect. You are directly quoting what you heard from whoever told you, in this case, God. 
you know. But if you have a voice, of course, clergymen have a voice. They are part of, the, you know, the citizenry of a country, so they have all the rights to make predictions about elections. As a matter of fact, if they like, they could come all out to say they prefer this candidate to what candidate. But there should always be a caveat. They should always be very clear about it, knowing that you are speaking as yourself and you are not disguising or you are not hiding under the um, you know the appellation of a, of a prophet or a clergyman or a pastor to say what you said or an imam this thing has really exposed a lot a lot of people this past elections I'm not sure there is any of the prophecies or the supposed prophecies that we heard making prophecies it does not matter if it suits you or not it is god telling you to pass a message to a group of people regardless of what they think what they like or what they don't like but our own case we made our predictions start sounding like prophecies and we wanted a particular candidate to win and if he doesn't win then and Nigeria is going to burn, Nigeria is going to be in chaos, Nigeria is going to be in turbulent waters, Nigeria is going to be... Come on, how has the church or the religious houses become so polarized? Have they become so um, political that they don't know how to mark their territories or how to do the right things anymore? That is really, really painful. But if you're just joining us, my name is Victor Aguinka, this is Echoes on the Street. Today we are talking about predictions and prophecies. Have you seen a, have you seen a prophet before? Or have you been given a prophecy before? How about predictions? I know we all do. You know, this is the last time Liverpool got mouth by by Real Madrid, I was actually predicting that um, so I saw an app that said that you should predict how the match will go, so the, the app said to be rolling, whatever you pick is the likely result of the match, guess what I picked that Liverpool was going to go 5-0 over Real Madrid but you knew how that ended <laughs> Liverpool were really, really on board in that match but that doesn't make it wrong. It's a prediction. It doesn't have to be right. It is what you think would happen. And you should be confident. You should be bold. You should be proud of whatsoever decision or prediction you are making. It necessarily does not take anything away from you. It only improves your knowledge about something. We saw different polls that were conducted by different organizations. We saw how that went too. They predicted that a certain candidate was going to win, that was been leading everywhere on social media, this person has been winning. Yeah, people's favorites, there's no doubt about that. Nothing wrong at all. But it is just a prediction. But when prophets come to join these petty conversations and start hiding under the canopy or the shadow of God or religion to make us want to believe what we naturally know, then there's a problem. There's a problem. We saw men of God. God of man, but I don't know, you know, on their altars, spitting fire when the result was announced. Some of them were so displeased that they thought everything was wrong. Don't get me wrong. I did not say that election was perfect. I did not say that election was, um, 
you know, was the best we could get. What I'm saying is, results was announced and the winner, according to the electoral body, was not who the prophet says we will get. That is my point. So why don't we just step out from our religious um, role sometimes and just make simple prophecies, like, I mean, simple predictions, like every human will do. Why can't you just come out and say that, yeah, I'm speaking for myself. I really wish this person would win. You know, if you really look at the way God works, uh, this is not a theology class, yeah, but I should take you on a little right. You see most of the time, even in the Bible days, God even take pleasure in some bad guys to get done what he actually wants for his people. He did it with Pharaoh, he did it with Nebuchadnezzar, you know, he did it with Ahab. Because it was that stubbornness that led to Elijah fighting the prophets of Baal. And you know how that ended. So sometimes God knows his way. I thought we we're a very prayer, you know, prayerful country. We, we really pray for everything to happen in a particular way. All we just want is a better life. How God is going to make a better life come? Honestly, we don't know. It's not even in our hands. It's not in our hands. And that is why most of the time we are also short of expectations when we expect things. We always think that the only way we can make our next millions is if we saw a bag, a girl that must go bag on the road filled with huge currencies or filled with a lot of money. No, come on. If you are praying, they leave everything to God to handle. His ways are not our ways. He's going to do it the best way he feels is right. And that is the lead we should be taking. But if it is prediction, just leave God out of it. And say it's that according to your name, you do a pledge that according to your name, you think this is how the result will swing. And it's going to swing because you think that so-so person is going to come out this way. So-so people will vote for this person. Simple prediction. It is allowed. It is not all analysis that are accurate. But we all have the right to make our prediction. But when it comes to prophecy, is a little bit sacred and should be treated as such. So, um, before, you know, the danger in this thing for me is that if there's going to be chaos, it might start from religion. If there's going to be another chaos in this country, it might start from religion. So, religious leaders need to be more careful in the way they misrepresent things for us, in the way they try to go about the things that they want people to believe. Come on, we don't have to burn the nation because we are wrong. There have been times God said things even in the Bible that he changed his mind. You remember the story of Jonah? God said, go do something. Baba went to do something else. Ended up in the belly of the fish. He came out to go and tell the people, Ah, God said he's going to finish all of you. And they got remorseful. God forgive them. Simple. Jonah was angry like any woman would have done. God was like, would you have preferred them dead in their sins? No, come on. If God wants to send you something, I think you should get the instruction clearly and just do what you have to do. And not try to mesmerize everybody by um, your pulpit prowess, you know, to overwhelm us with what you think is happening in your mind, the kind of discussion you have in your sitting room. You bring it to the church or the mosque and you now start speaking as one authority. Where are you? I mean, I lie. I mean, 
all of us can make these predictions and um no i'm not saying prophecies are not real but i'm saying when it comes to some public matters especially elections we need to be careful then i'm surprised this is another question we really need to answer why do politicians that don't go to church from january 1st to december 31st suddenly start finding comfort in you know going to vigils going for crusade going for revival or going for um some lectures in religious houses all in the name of elections the thing you naturally not do you as a christian for example would find it very suiting to go to the mosque you that you are a muslim will find it very comfortable to go to the church all because you are canvassing for a vote these things are coloration of deceit by now i think nigerians should also know these things our muslims don't do really we know that anybody that is trying to sell this to or sell that to us things that you don't see them doing in the course of the year how come they suddenly just rise to it how come because they want us to think that they are one of us. Election, two-faced to the election, one side don't go, another one still come. You're talking about that INEC postponement is another thing we should talk about, but I don't have energy for INEC today. INEC, these guys are on another planet. I don't know how those ones think they are on true. So many things, but then let's just leave INEC for now, okay? And um, oh God, Nigeria, my country. All I'm going to say now is let's be more sensitive to times. We are outgrowing some things. Nations that are not um, as desperate as us, that are not as blessed as us, are doing better than us. They don't believe in the words of mouth. By the way, everybody has access to God. Why don't we all just go to God and pray for what we want in our nation and how we want it to swing and expect that we get a good result thereafter? Your own is to pray. God's own is to make it happen in His own time. Now, we they pray, now we see the tell God we will make you answer the prayer. Oh, now, wow, Nigerians. Eh? Okay, okay, um, I don't intend to say so much this afternoon. I'll just let it go, let it go, let it go. Alright, that's where I draw the cutting on this episode. You know, podcast is really going to get very interesting on Nigerian Tribune. If you've not been following us, the time is now. So that you can be one of the foundational members of these things. This thing is going to really blow big time. Take it from me. That's not a prophecy, yeah? Taxes from me to you, okay? It's going to go really, really big. Because very soon we are going to start having our podcast live. We are going to start having call ins. We're going to start having all sort of creativity added to this. And you should be part of that. My name is Victor Guinka. This is Echoes on the Street. And I'll see you next time around the corner. Bliss.